0: Brand new Village Vice. He's Zach Blackerby. I'm Brad Law, and that is just the best hat. I really like that ball cap. Strong. My favorite Atlanta logo. Yeah, um, jump on. Listen, before we talk about a giant new video board in uh <laughs> at Jordan Hare Stadium, all we needed. A, I want to start a campaign. This has nothing to do with the video board. Um, totally separate. Um, we call Chris the day before Christmas is what? Christmas Eve, exactly. The month before the greatest month for basketball fans should be called March Eve. So, can we refer to February as just March Eve? Today is the second day of March Eve. Sure. Are you we good can do with that? that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, good. It's not Groundhog Day. It's not fe- like let. It's it's March Eve, and I'm glad that we're in March Eve. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure, good. Brad. Whatever you want, but that yeah. was easy. That was very easy. Do you guys, Are you guys with me in the comments, March Eve? All right. Um, board of Trustees, Zach, has approved construction on a brand-new video board at Jordan-Hare Stadium, and we are excited to see it finally in the fall of 25. Were people asking for this, and I just missed it? I mean, I, I knew was this was
1: kind of being discussed or whatever, but is this something that Auburn fans wanted? Did they want another
0: massive screen to look at? Well, I mean if you sat on the south end of the stadium, yes, absolutely. Okay. All right, the the, the current scoreboard had been there since 1987 and the last time it had been updated was I believe 1987. Um I mean, yeah, it was time. Middle middle of the afternoon games, it was hard from at least from our angle and I understand I'm not you know, I'm not trying to be like, you know, I'm the only one of the 87,000 in the stadium. But yeah it's sometimes hard to see that school board um, because of the way the sunlight reflects off the, you know, off the lights. So yeah, I I think it's needed. And I think it, um, it also paves the way if, if you haven't seen the renderings yet, it's very clear. And they say this in the press release too, that it paves the way for future North end zone expansion and enhancements. So Mm -hmm you're going to see the rendering and you go, that doesn't look all that aesthetically pleasing, but it's because they have a plan in mind when they build it for future uh, improvements that, that have yet to be approved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think it's great. I think it's, I think it's okay. I, I wasn't aware that people were asking for this and it seems like most people are excited, which is good. That's fine. And I think anytime you upgrade a stadium or upgrade anything with athletics, Recruiting is always it's always kind of part of the discussion, I believe. If if it's not, I think it certainly should be. And I, I think recruits are gonna love it too. It's gonna add a
0: lot to that game day
1: experience. So yeah. um yeah. E- I mean
0: experience. Yeah. Sure. Experience is the word, and I think that's what you hear a lot around athletics too, is fan experience. Mm-hmm. what's your fan experience you know it used to be used to be back in the old days when you yell at people to get off your lawn yeah it was you know you go to watch the team you go to support the team and the team is the focal point and if they win it's a good day and if they don't then it's not a good day and that's it it's really about the game and we know we understand that's not the way that it is anymore in athletics it's a big part of it winning and mm-hmm. losing is is kind of the biggest part of it but Can you give fans a positive experience regardless of what happens in the game? Can your lines for concessions be? more convenient can the paying process be more convenient can the options be expanded and there are a number of things that go into fan experience that's one of the big buzzwords and i I think adding that that video board in the north end zone improves that dramatically again especially look just think of what you had to do if you were over on the south end watching games in the stadium and that's a considerable number of people instead of now having to do this number Mm -hmm you just look straight ahead at the big old board in the North end zone. Yeah. It'll be part of it for sure. Um, yeah. And
1: I think Auburn's nailed in game game day experience, like in stadium game day experience. I I don't know if they've nailed it getting to the stadium very well, if I'm being honest with you, but I I think once you get into Jordan hair, I think it's a great experience for the most part. Um, better than any other college that I've been to or college game that I've been to, but um and I, I don't know i, I just want to wear the that people were
0: asking for this but hey whatever that's cool more screens I think it's, the better right i think it's because they focus on it and i would love to know and this is where the interactive part of the show comes in from a fan experience standpoint you just mentioned getting to the stadium do you mean getting into the stadium or getting to the stadium itself all of it okay all of
1: it i, I think uh i think the parking situation's atrocious i think tailgating is harder now than it ever has been and i understand why that is and you know people need to make money but um yeah then like ticketing it takes a while to get into the stadium sure i think that's part of it too but you know as far as an entertainment aspect of like sitting in your seat and watching the game and the band and the music and the videos that they play at timeouts and all that like i think you do a great job you know once you get to your seat yeah for sure
0: yeah I wonder what they could do for parking. I'd love to hear some suggestions on how to improve game day parking because it is a limited area. I mean, you know, it's, you're trying to cram ninety thousand people into a facility, and there, there's, they've taken away parking. Um, I don't know how you, tough to get toothpaste back in the tube, I suppose. No, you can, but yeah, you can't do that you know. anymore. Yep, this, this is Auburn. We have a world class engineering school. We should, we should be able to figure out parking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, once you get into the stadium, I think it's great. And this, this will add to that. So we'll, uh, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Right. Your thoughts y'all, are you yay or nay on the big old screen? That's coming opposite the other big old screen that Auburn oh. currently has. Nobody's all right, let's
0: nay. Do- Nobody's nay on a bigger screen. Nobody's nay.
1: Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Let's okay. see. All right. Let's see. Like, all right. Once again, were people asking for that? I don't know. I don't know. You say yes, I trust you. So, all right, let's jump into a little buy-sell in just a moment right here on Village Vice. Today's show brought to you by our friends at MyBookie. MyBookie.ag is the best way to get in on the action. And right now, after you make your free account, you make that first uh, deposit, use promo code. Next round, you'll get some extra money to bet with. It is Super Bowl week, almost. Might as well be. And of course, you can get in on the action with, uh, with Auburn Basketball as well so head over to mybookie.ag. use promo code next round they will make sure to take care of you brad i got a few buy sells this mm-hmm. week i was uh i was in mobile for the first part of this week for the senior bowl and so let's uh let's stay on theme with that if you don't mind so the okay. first buy sell you buying or selling jalen simpson will be the highest drafted auburn player in this year's draft
0: yeah, I I buy that. I, yeah,
1: I do too. I would not have a week ago, but okay. I think I think he impressed a lot of folks.
0: Yeah, I I think so too. And that and that just piggybacks off the year that he had. Yep. And his growth since getting to campus has been tremendous and genuinely good guy. Can't can't wait to see where he's drafted and 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 to follow him at the next level. Yep. Yep. All right, you buying or selling,
1: Keontae Scott? In 2024, we'll play more snaps at outside corner than at nickel or safety. You buying oh, or selling.
0: Man. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I will sell that. I think you're gonna see him think he moves inside, yeah, nickel and safety. safety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think?
1: I I hope he does. I hope he does. I think he's much better in the middle of the field. I think yeah. he's more valuable in the middle of the field. I think he's needed more in the middle of the field so um yeah i will uh i'll sell that too just out okay. of hope just out of hope it's okay sticking with the defensive backs wow these are all defensive back themed. i didn't mean to do that laquan robinson who's the number one juco product that they brought into this class plays safety laquan robinson will start the season at
0: safety in 2024 for the auburn tigers you buy yourself you mean like as opposed to linebacker or uh, or wide receiver or uh, – no, I'm sorry. I'm. Be- you know what? That's just a bratty type of response. Ooh, you um, can respond however you want. Yeah, I think he does. I buy that he starts. I think he's that talented, and I think even though Auburn is in pretty good shape at that position, I think you bring in the number one Juco safety and, and uh, you do that for a reason, and I think we'll see him game one start back there. I sure do. Well – one of those spots belongs to Jaron Thompson.
1: I'd be shocked if Jaron Thompson left his situation at Texas to not start somewhere. So I believe Jaron Thompson will be one of the two starting safeties. And I think the other one's Sylvester Smith, Brad. So I'm selling mm-hmm. this. I do not think Laquan Robinson starts game one in 2024 for the Auburn Tigers.
0: I will say that if that does happen, then the secondary is in as good a shape as it's been in in a very, like, really long time. Um, mm-hmm. if, if you have your number one Juco safety coming in and he's a depth piece rather than a starter, and I don't mean a 10-snap-a-game depth piece. These days in football, you've got to have play. guys who play. Yeah, you, they're going to yeah. play a ton of snaps. It's you know, it's one thing to start. It's another thing to be in the game in pivotal situations. But uh, it says a lot about Auburn's depth and Sylvester Smith's development if, uh, if he is indeed one of the starters.
1: I wrote an article about this earlier today at AuburnDaily.com, Brad, but mm-hmm. when I was in the Senior Bowl – um, and I was talking to an NFL scout, and we were just kind of chit-chatting about Auburn and some of the Auburn guys. And I'm like, "Hey, as far as guys you've got underclassmen, who are you most excited about for this Auburn team?" And he's like, "Well, I love Keontae. I hope he moves back inside." And he, he asked me like, "Well, why did he move outside anyway?" We were all kind of in the meeting room, like, "What's going on there?" Um, but then he's like, "Sylvester Smith. Sylvester Smith. Is who I'm watching." I'm like, okay, okay. Said so he's rangy. Says so he loves his attitude.
0: So we'll see. Love that. Such a young guy, like six feet, almost one ninety, could play around two hundred, probably. Munford, smaller school guy mm-hmm. and yeah. uh really hungry. I, I like that. Easy to pull for a guy like that. Yeah. Is that where Mumford and Sons is from, you think? Yeah, that's where Mumford and Sons is from. Okay. That's what I thought. That's okay. what I thought. um by the way on a related note is the samford and son tv show theme the greatest theme in tv show history no Okay. okay what is what's like the one tv show that you've ever seen
1: i would say the office opening theme is the best
0: the office opening theme is oh you're okay you're fishing on a Friday. This is you think this, so? Yeah, no, that's not the greatest opening to it. Magnum PI is a better opening theme. Sanford and Sons is a better opening theme. If I if I cared enough, I could come up with a half a dozen better opening themes. Keep going. Those are just two off the top. No, keep going. What no, about people... what about the Friends one? Friends or the office? Friends is better. Okay. All right, yeah. That's um, all people want to see from that, though. I could, but I could know that I could name a half a dozen more. I don't think you could. Okay, I don't think you could. Auburn, uh, you buying or selling? Auburn shoots better than
1: thirty percent from three against Little Miss tomorrow.
0: <laughs> boy, they need to, and they haven't shot well. Yeah, boy, you just pulled it right back into serious town, didn't you? Uh, they they have not shot well on the road. Especially from three, and that place is going to be on fire. I don't think they shoot thirty percent from three in the game tomorrow, and I hope, I hope they don't take as many threes as they did in Tuscaloosa and Starkville.
1: That's my thing, man. Is like if if they shoot, if you're five and twenty-five, was it five and twenty-five when they were in Tuscaloosa, or was that Mm -hmm. the Starkville line? I think that was Starkville. Yeah. Startful. Yeah. Well, it's like you should never, you shouldn't, this team should not be shooting it 25 times from deep when they're that cold. There's just no reason for it. They, they can score in other ways. That's what kind of makes this team better than other teams we've seen here at Auburn over the past yeah. few years. So I think that was pretty, um, I think that was pretty frustrating.
0: And, and I get, and I do want to make this point. Um, I said it somewhere else today on a, on a radio interview, but like, that's a, the, the absence or or the the absence of a doesn't necessarily mean the presence of b in other words like just because auburn wasn't out there taking against mississippi state the number of threes that it took against air right mm-hmm. and i wanted to find it just to be absolutely sure they were 6 for 24 from 3 against mississippi state so 25% and 24 of their shots were from three. 24 of their 56 field goal attempts came from three. That's too many. I want to make sure to give Mississippi State some credit for that because they packed the lane and they kind of forced those shots, and Alabama did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it's not just that they, well, if they just don't take as many. All right, that's easy to say. <clears throat> I, I hope the game goes in such a way that they can take advantage of Jalen and Jani. On the inside, and I hope Dylan kind of gets back into his form that we saw so much from earlier in the season, and that it, they're not required to take as many threes because they have they've struggled on the road, and man, that place is going to be hot tomorrow.
1: Yeah, it is. It's going to be a great atmosphere for sure. Um, you buying or selling the Game of Thrones opening theme? Is a the top ten opening theme of all time? I don't know. I've never seen it. Okay. All right. I felt weird. Right? <laughs> I was a little backwards. <laughs> All right. The Ro- Rolling Stone put out hmm. their top 10 opening themes. They actually put out their top 100, but we're not going to go through all 100. <laughs> Game of Thrones is 11. Okay. I haven't seen a lot of these shows in the top 10.
0: I'm going to so be honest Roland, with you. So Rolling Stone didn't even put it in the top 10. They
1: put it in 11, but I could still buy that. I think it's top 10. Oh, Okay. All right. I'll give you that.
0: Rolling Stone is not the authority on all truth. Can we agree I on know. that? Are you buying no, or selling that? No, I get it, but and, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry for everybody watching that I have to explain this, but I thought you were making the case that they were that Game of Thrones theme was a top 10 theme and that your basis was Rolling Stone, and Rolling Stone didn't have it in their top 10. It's Friday.
1: I feel like we should be in better moods than we are today, but it's okay. <laughs> they have too many cooks at number 10. I've never even heard of that show. have never even heard of it. I haven't either. Okay. Ah, uh, number nine is the O.C.'s opening theme. I haven't never, seen it. My never, wife, I've I've like seen that. My wife has watched this show. I'm unfamiliar with it, so yeah. I don't know. Okay. Eight is Friends. Okay. All that's, right. That, I think that checks out. Fine. Ooh, this is a good one. Seven is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That's that's iconic. That's pretty
0: strong. Yeah, that's good. You're you're sing- If you start singing it, it's in your head all day. I give you that. One hundred percent. Yeah, we yeah. all know it. I think there's something to that too. Yep. Number six is The Twilight
1: Zone. I've watched episodes of The Twilight Zone, but I don't remember the opening theme being anything spectacular.
0: Is the article iconic themes or best themes? It's definitely iconic. It's called Best TV Theme Songs of All Time. So best. All right. So I mean,
1: best is subjective, which i uh Five is Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood.
0: Well, that's a unique pick. Um, mm. But I get that one, too. That's, yeah, you feel warm and fuzzy. And yeah, I get it. Number four is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Never heard of it.
1: Me neither. It's on the CW from 2015 to 2019.
0: <laughs> Three is Sanford
1: and Son. Look at you! Look at you, Brad Law.
0: I don't know the opening thing to that I, theme. To that, I need to. Okay. Look it up. It's catchy as heck. You'll thank oh, me for it. Oh,
1: they they copped out here at two. They've got a tie between the Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island. You can't, you can't do that. Like you can rank a hundred, but you couldn't come up with one at two,
0: <laughs> right? So we, so they ranked hundred and one. The or they number saying those are tied for the, they're tied saying for saying the top tied. you no, can't do that. Pick one, pick one. Gilligan's okay. Island is a better theme than the Brady Bunch. I say that with all the certainty of somebody who really cares.
1: Is that sarcasm, or do you actually care?
0: I don't care at all.
1: Do you hate how this show has gone so far? No,
0: I actually i I like it. It's a really good Friday show so far. I and think.
1: then uh, the the best of all time, best TV theme song of all time, according to Rolling Stone, is the Jeffersons.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's a good one too. Moving on up. I don't know if I've ever seen that show. Moving on up. Uh, you will have heard the theme, though. You really. This okay. is a lesson for you. This is an important cultural moment for you. You need to take this list, Zach. And you need to to listen to like half of these. Half of them are probably trash, but half of them you need to look. Where do they have Magnum PI? I don't know. <laughs> Where do they oh. have?
1: It's not just like a normal. Like I've got to like, it's like 10 and then I have to go to another like article. And oh. There's 10. So I can't oh, just like search
0: them all. Gosh, that's like 15 years ago how stuff worked on
1: the internet. Mm-hmm. There's ads all over it though. I'm sure they're really proud of it. Park direct <laughs> 71. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. Um, are you buying or selling that Alan Flanagan scores at least 15 points tomorrow?
0: Yep, I buy it. I buy it. I think he will be ultra motivated. He was off, he was off when uh, yeah. when he came to Auburn. He was off. And so they will they will take some of the things. So Auburn's guards against the Ole Miss guards were really locked in defensively. They did mm-hmm. not allow – like 80% of Ole Miss's scoring comes from three or four guys. And so once again, they'll be mm-hmm. a focus of the game plan and now Chris Beard knows that as well. So yeah. they'll make some adjustments offensively and, and run some stuff that they probably didn't run when, when they were at Neville Arena. So yeah, he will he probably will. I'll buy that.
1: All right. That's all I've got. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into six-pack. Is this the worst episode
0: of Village Vice? Let us know in the comments. Go There's ahead, Red. No There's ch- no chance. No chance people think this is the hey, worst. Hey,
1: speaking of um opening theme songs.
0: Yes? Today's show is brought to you by uh, Manscaped. It, it is, yeah. You can, you can have your own theme song when you use Manscaped. And right now, if you go to manscaped.com, use the promo code VICE, V-I-C-E, get 20% off plus free shipping no matter what you order. I mean, it could be a huge package of stuff that you order. And if you go to use the promo code VICE at manscaped.com, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. For our guys with beards now, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. That's the focus. It is the ultimate franchise player. Take your grooming game to the next level. It features the Beard Hedger Cordless Trimmer, uh, one guard, 20 different lengths. So no more messy drawers full of guards. But wait, there's more. Um, There's so much more in this. There's the Beard Hedger, which is water resistant. Um, You also get their beard formulations, which include the beard balm, beard oil, plus shampoo and conditioner, For your beard and another bonus, Manscaped has thrown in a beard accessory pack, Zach, which has a beard brush, beard comb, and beard scissors for the finishing touches that every modern bearded gentleman deserves. You can get it now for 20% off and free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use promo code VICE.
1: The Annie Griffith show is 55.
0: I feel like that's too low. I do too. Yep. I do too. All right. Uh, Simon and Simon also had a pretty catchy theme. Haven't gotten to that one yet. It it wasn't top 60. All right. Magnum PI wasn't top 60 either. I haven't seen it. Goodness gracious. That's a travesty. All right. All right. Let's get into the village Vice six pack. Yeah. And I'm going to go college basketball uh, for all these. Okay. If if that's okay with you. Yeah. I think Um, it's great. I think it's a good call by you. (laughs) Thanks. Um, We have four top 25 matchups. Tomorrow. Okay. Like four ranked on ranked matchups. Got it. And the first of them is uh, it, that, that I'm going to put on this list. It's not first chronologically, but it's the first one I'll put in this list because it's in the SEC. And we'll see if both of these teams, I know Kentucky won't be, but we'll see if Tennessee is in the top 10 after this week. Sure. Right. Tennessee is at Kentucky. Tennessee 5 and 2, Kentucky 5 and 3 in the league, both trying to bounce back from losses at home.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this game, very rarely will I label anything a must-win game in the college basketball season, unless you're a bubble team and there's three or four games left to go. Mm -hmm. But it kind of feels like this one's going to be huge for Kentucky and just kind of uh, you know an above-average game for Tennessee. So with that, it's in Rupp, right? Yep. Yeah, I'll take Kentucky on this one. I don't feel confident in it, but this is based solely on this means more, I believe, Mm -hmm.
0: to Kentucky than it does Tennessee. I agree with that, um, and it's you know hard to to think about Tennessee being five and three in the league, but I but you know Kentucky's at five and three, which is a little odd to see too, the way they started the year, that and was. I think Kentucky I think Kentucky bounces back. Florida offensively they they won a shootout, they were able to score enough, yeah, and even with Dalton connect, I don't think Tennessee is able to score enough to keep pace with Kentucky. So okay. All right. all right. That means put all your money on Tennessee, probably. Um, probably. The one that we'll spend the least amount of time on is 12th ranked Iowa State, 18th ranked Baylor in Waco, Big 12. You just get battered and bloodied in that conference. So you got a top 20 matchup there between Iowa State and Baylor.
1: Yeah, I'll
0: go with the, the option that helps Auburn more. So I'll pick Baylor. Yeah, I like that. I'll go with that too. Iowa State on a, on a real big run, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Let's go top uh, two, top 10 games or three top ten games, four ranked on ranked, but three in the top ten, including number four Houston at eighth-ranked Kansas. Mm. It's an Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence, but Houston's been – Houston's just so good, man. Say what you want about Kelvin Sampson. Dude can build a program.
1: Yeah, he can. He can. This is probably recency Mm -hmm. bias because I've watched Kansas more recently than Houston, but Mm -hmm. I watched Kansas earlier in the week. I think they destroyed
0: Oklahoma State. They just look on a different level. So I'll go with the Jayhawks. All right. I'm going to differ there. I like Houston. I'm a I'm a believer in the Cougars, yeah. even, even on the really good in teams. environment. Yeah, both good teams, yeah. for sure. It's one of the things that when it was announced Houston would join the Big 12, it, it became one of the most intriguing matchups on the schedule. What happens when they yeah. go to, to Lawrence? Yep. So um, how about Duke and North Carolina? This one is at UNC. North Carolina just suffered their first conference loss. And uh, and now they're hosting Duke.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take the home
0: team here. So give me give me North Carolina. Yeah, I think they bounce back there too. Um, it's tough there. Like I like Jeff Lebo; he's on the Carolina staff, and a good friend of mine is the voice of the Duke Blue Devils. So that's that's an intriguing game just for me personally.
1: Wow, which one of them do you like more?
0: Uh, I'll David Shumate at Duke. So okay. for that reason, I'll go with the Blue Devils. Good. Glad I could help you with that. Yes. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yep. Um. All right. How about Texas at TCU? Only one other of these from the SEC, and it's the Auburn game. Texas is at TCU. Texas is in danger of missing the NCAA tournament. TCU ranked 25th, and uh, it's been a while, I guess, since Texas has not made the NCAA tournament, but uh, they very well could miss it this year, and a loss here would really hurt their chances
1: yeah yeah i haven't watched texas this year admittedly i have watched tcu a little bit so
0: mm-hmm. i'll go with the horn frogs they look good all right i agree i like that pick and now finally auburn and old miss tigers on the road rebels wow. at home they just they just sold out they just had their biggest crowd ever at the pavilion by like a thousand like, wow. They didn't sneak five more people in there they just had the biggest crowd by a thousand and it was you know they were swag surfing. They they took a few things from Auburn's playbook. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't work. you? Right. Yeah. Exactly. So um, they're going to have it again. It's I, with all with all due whatever to Tuscaloosa and Starkville. Um, Got I think this will be the most intense atmosphere Auburn has played in this year.
1: Wow. Wow. Yep. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that, but I don't have a good argument against it. I do think it's going to be rowdy, but I don't think it's going to be like going to Tuscaloosa. So Mm -hmm. I think Auburn, I think Auburn beats Ole Miss. I think they go for the sweep of the season. I do think it's ugly. I do think it's ugly. And I think with the way Auburn plays defense versus the way Ole Miss plays defense, because it looks like at times when Ole Miss, when things aren't going well offensively for Ole Miss, they get really frustrated. Um, so I think Auburn wins their first close game
0: of the season tomorrow. It would be really great to see that, wouldn't it? Like to, to, big. to find out if this team can close a win on the road against a quality team. Last time, um, Auburn did a really good job. Morrell was 3 of 8 for 8 points. Jalen Murray was 3 of 6. He had 8 points. Al was 3 of 10 for 10 points, that trio combined for 26 points. Mm. And I, I do like the matchup. Like I, I think Ole Miss blocks a lot of shots, but like if Auburn's post guys were 610 and couldn't move that well, that's a bigger problem. But Janai and Jalen are quick in are You know, they, they are able to move a little better in the post. Mm-hmm. And so the shot blocking isn't, I don't think is big a factor. Um, so I like what they can do on the inside, and yeah. I do like the matchup of if most of the scoring comes from your guards, Auburn's guards have been able to do a good job of of stifling that for the most part yeah. this year. So yeah. and not to the tune of 82 to 59, much, much closer than that. I think it's another nail-biter in the second half. And yeah, I think uh, lower
1: scoring too. I think it's yeah. lower
0: scoring than that as well. Probably so, so. and I, yeah. I think it probably needs to be. Because if it's not, then it means the home team is hitting shots and, and you know, getting momentum. Yeah. So Yeah, with I'll, the way shot Auburn shot on the road. Yeah, that's right. right. So that's I'll take right. Auburn uh, on the road, lower scoring game. Brad Law, that about does it for today's show. It does. Thanks, everybody, for watching this one. It was a little different than uh, so the regular sorry. show. Yeah. And uh, we know you loved it, and we appreciate that. Remember, everyone has vices. Make sure Village Vice is one of yours.